Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Gen X-Men. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me tonight is... I'm Derek. And I'm Anthony. And tonight we'll be tackling the hard-hitting topic of parenting. Uh, hard-hitting, get it? I get yeah. it. Hitting but not hitting? Yeah. I get it. Well, because we used to be able to hit, hit, get hit get when we hit, were kids. Yeah. Uh, I thought you meant like hit that. Like that's how you create kids by hitting that. Oh, hitting that's another topic. It. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, uh, happy New Year! It's been a little while since we recorded. You know, how were your holidays, yeah. guys? Look, can we just start out with some pleasantries? Maybe. Uh, fine. Yeah. That's all I got. You man. love the holidays. Yeah, glad it's over. Yep. Uh, so let's, do I. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, but so we're back for us our first show of the new year, right? Yes. So we're uh, rested up and ready to. Talk about more controversies here on the eve of. I don't want to mention what we're on the eve on unless because that's not we're not supposed to talk about that during this episode. No yeah, politics no in this politics. episode. No politics in this one. Yeah, we're about we're uh, parenting politics. <laughs> what kind of parent? Yeah. What kind of spoon have kind you of gotten of hit with? How is what kind of parent has the president been? We don't need to get. I don't even want to. All right, all right. Sorry, why'd you sorry, bring sorry. it up? I really don't care. I, I didn't mean <laughs> to bring it up. To, yeah. What, so what are we talking? Are we talking about that today? We're, well, we're going to talk about uh, Gen X and how we are as parents, uh, how we were as kids, how our parents were as us as kids, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned it, you know one of our earlier episodes or one of our earliest episodes how we are the latchkey generation. You know what I mean? We uh, we had the uh, double double parent working household, if that's one way to put it. You know, both parents worked or we had yeah. a lot of single parents that um, that weren't home when we were there. We had, you know, we wore the keys around our necks, or we had, uh, you know, other ways of getting home. We, you know, we en- when we went home, there was <laughs> not, you know, a lot of times there was nobody there. Uh, a lot of us grew up that way. I th- one of it, and I, I, I when don't the streetlights exactly came on, we were home. Streetlights came on, we were home. Yeah, we had no cell phones. You know, we wore granimals or whatever the hell those things were called. Um, you know, we uh, one of the. Um, one of the things that I've heard about our generation is that we spent less time with our parents than any generation before us. I don't know about you, but that was since then. Yeah, I don't know about you because even when your parents were home, uh, I don't know about you, but I didn't want to spend a lot of time with at least one or both of them a lot of the time. So yeah. that's a yeah. even. So even though we were even when we got home, if no one was home, even if they were home, right. it was yeah. like, oh my god, I got to get away from these people because they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I tried to spend as much time as I as I could away from my my parents. Yeah, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time with my other family members, right? But not my parents. No, I, I don't. I mean, well, let's 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 talk. I mean, divulge a little bit of our backgrounds. You know, my parents are still together, um, and and they, you know, obviously <laughs> they were when I was a kid. And my mom didn't really work, and if, if she did, she was usually home by the time we got there. Look though. at you, man. No, I'm joking. I know, I know. You all right? Um, so you know, I, I had I had the, the normal nuclear family type of you know white bread middle class America yeah. upbringing. You know, take it for at least on the surface, take it for what it's worth. You know, wife, two kids, half a dog. Uh, yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, I had a two two siblings, uh, a dog every once in a while, and uh, yeah. a cat every now and then, whatever. But I was <laughs> never. I mean, I, we were never. I mean, we weren't. We weren't awful, but we were never very. I don't want to say very close. What does that mean? But. You know, we had vacations here and there, but, you know, I was always off doing my own thing. I was a, a loner as a kid in a way, you know what I mean? But, you know, I had the typical background in that sense. 
What yeah. about you guys? Well, I, for me, yeah, for me, I also was a loner. I feel like I was, uh, yeah, we, we weren't very close, my siblings and I. My, I, have th- I have four siblings. The three were older, the two older sisters, significantly older. So they were kind of already out of the house right. by the time I was coming of age. And my older brother was kind of on his way out by the time I was becoming a teenager. So I was only really there in the house, mostly with my younger sister. Yeah, but, well, I mean, but when we were home, I mean, it was just, yeah, we were kind of doing our own thing. Yeah. and Or right. I wanted to get out of the house. My I parents' relationship wasn't that good, and they got divorced when I was a teenager, and that was traumatic. Right. So what were you going to say, Dan? Yeah, because uh, when, I, when I first met you, I think it was just you and, and, your, and your sister. Yeah, mostly, for most of the time, it was me and my younger sister. So the older siblings were kind of out of the house already, you know, because there was such an age gap. I mean, we range from, like, Mid fifties at the high end. My sister, oldest sister, to my younger sisters, in her like late mid to late thirties now. So mid thirties. Yeah. I was the oldest by four years or so, and I, you know that's enough of a difference to where I didn't really want to spend time with my two younger siblings. You know, yeah, yeah. as a kid. You know. But again, I mean, just to carry on with Derek said, I, I felt like I was a loner too, and I wonder about these younger generations. They're more seem like they're more family oriented, almost to a fault. <laughs> they're staying at home later and later, and I couldn't get the wait to get the hell out. Yeah, I left the house when I was like twenty. Two twenty-three, right after college. Yeah, I, I, I commuted to Rutgers and Camden throughout, and I, I stayed at home. And then when I was done college, it was like I'm out. I can't take this crap anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wanted to get out as soon as possible. And I mean, uh, I went to college. <coughs> I came home for a bit, and I moved out as soon as I possibly could. You know, Dan, how about your uh, upbringing? Before we forget about yeah, yeah. Our <laughs> well, uh, I lost my mother when I was six. Okay, traumatic. Obviously, that that's gonna affect you the rest of your life. Um. My dad got remarried to an evil person (laughs) (laughs) who actually at one point threatened us with a knife. And my brother had uh, DSF or whatever you want to call it called on us. Dyphus? Dyphus, yeah. Um, I don't really remember too much about that. But um, I spent a lot of time with my aunts and uncles. Okay. Um, I would spend every summer with my one aunt and uncle. Um, California, they lived in York, Pennsylvania, um, Atlanta, Georgia. I spent time in Florida, like you know, and something I'm talking like full blown summers. Right. <laughs> um, and like, I kind I guess I I was and I wasn't close with my brother. Right. Um, because he's my only full blooded, like family, like like brother right i have a half sister um she's a lot younger i think she just turned like 31 or something like that and i have two older stepsisters and like they were already like in the teens by the time they came into the family so right you know it's been crazy to say the least and (coughs) but how would you describe yourself i mean yeah when did you move out i mean you moved out pretty i moved out when I was, it was right after high school, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of disappeared, kind of yeah, went off, and I went to North Jersey, I, I to another state entirely. I still <laughs> feel Jersey. bad for doing that to you guys and not saying anything. But you devastated us, you son Thank of you a man. bitch. <laughs> you, you left know, us bastard. down here. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I was in my own like world at that point. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, I mean, come on. I mean, we're not going to hold <laughs> you... F- we're not going to hold anything against you when you were fucking 18 years old. I mean, we all had to go our 
Uh, yeah. Ways. I, mean, I mean, but it sounds like you were kind of a loner too. So if that, I mean, if there's the three of us here in this room, kind of sounds like the common thread is you know, yeah. for one reason or another we were all kind of loners. And what does that say about our parenting? I mean, that 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 how we were parented. Well, I mean, I, I know for a fact. Like? I don't know if you guys ever said this to yourselves, but I said if I ever have a a kid or kids that was never gonna pa- be a parent like my parents. Oh, absolutely, dude. Because I, same thing on here. I remember plenty of times asking for help with homework and I wouldn't get any help from any either one of my parents. Right. And like I failed third grade because of this. <clears throat> I got held back, you know? And uh, you know, I'm not proud of it, but I mean well, if I nah, had dude, it's only third grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what, that's though? okay. I mean if you you're if you're getting held back in like ninth, tenth grade like high school, then <laughs> that's a problem. But you did But eh. the point the point I'm trying to make is if I had like the parenting that I was supposed to have, then I probably wouldn't have. Like, if you had a support system, yeah, exactly. you would have been better off. Absolutely. And like, that's something you swear you're never going to recreate, I'm guessing, right? So, well, I mean, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I, uh, I mean, I'll let you guys talk a second here. No, but go ahead. Like, it, you know, Get it out, it you're revealing your pain, your secret pain. Get it out. It, it kind of sucks for my daughter because, you know, her true mother and father are separated now like we're not together but you know she gets straight A's in school she's in extracurricular activities like you know she's 10 now so you know it's like dealing with a 10 year old she thinks she's 30 yeah but you know she's going through stuff that I don't remember ever going through but I don't know I'm not a girl obviously but uh, she's going through puberty. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. You're not supposed to say that on the radio. <laughs> no. But, like, you know. Sorry, she's, Danielle. She's, she's going through these things that, yeah, I kind of understand, but I don't. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I, I just, once a month, Dan, women get I know this. Cycle. Shut up. Oh, all right. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to be the best parent that I, I can be. I, and, dude, and listen, that puts you. <coughs> g- you, a parent, that puts you, as far as I'm concerned, light years ahead of how you were parented or I was parented. You know, just based on what I know about your parenting and my parenting, that uh, that just the fact that you're trying and you're offering that homework help that puts yeah. you a million miles ahead of where your parents were, yeah. frankly. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I, and you don't even have to break a sweat doing it, dude. Like, you know, yeah. so say what you want about you know psychobabble, but I believe you know people are not going to make it. Couples aren't always going to make it, but I well, think yeah. if kids see support from either parent or both parents that that goes <coughs> that, that, i mean that's that's light years ahead of anything you had you know what i mean yeah. and, and that's that's you know that's what kids need i guess I, you know, well, and, you know honestly two people that are staying together that aren't happy that's worse for a kid absolutely because they're they're physically t- two parents are still together <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean it's always the best for the kid right. it's probably you know better what? that you guys are separated at that right. point and you know and the, and the thing is like we're we're like best friends now you know what I mean? Like I tell her all my shit. You know what I mean? Who? My his ex, ex, Melissa. Oh, his not not your daughter. No, no. Okay. No, we have our our little you talks, didn't, you didn't but it's like that. it's her sure. usually talking to me and me listening to her. Right. But like you know, I I still call my ex like almost every day. Okay. We still talk. I so still your relationship is better now than it ever was when you were together, or except for well, maybe in the beginning. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like we we were good for like a couple years, you know. But yeah. like toward the end, it was just like, yeah. 
But now, but it, it's more like but roommates you're back, at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you're, but it's benefited your daughter more now, though. Probably I think you guys so. aren't together. You know? I think so. You guys are, yeah. So, yeah. So I think you're ultimately your kids are gonna be okay if your parents are, if both parents are happy, even yeah. though they're not together. So yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So let's do a little background here, as far as us being parents. <coughs> okay. I'll start. Okay. I'm not a parent. And. <laughs> why is that, Derek? Why is that? Uh, there's a myriad of reasons, I'm sure. Um, ow. But there's, Dude, there's. Your wife said you weren't allowed to be, so you just. I like shoot blanks. Um, <laughs> I, you know what I'm gonna tell. Oh come on. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know if I can. Um, I, I never, it never, uh, and I say this. Uh, I think sometimes I say this somewhat deadpan, but and people don't know that I necessarily mean it this way. Can you hear me? Yeah, just talk right into the front of it. Behind the scenes action here. <laughs> <laughs> technical difficult. Yeah. We're still working on our technical side at times, but <laughs> I, it, never, it never occurred to me. I never wanted it. I never. It, it was something that it never. I never wanted it. I just never saw myself living that type of life. I, I shit. I, I never thought I'd get married. Do I you, do you not that, think you would be a good parent? Was that I like think the I'd whole be the best parent. I'd be a tremendous parent. I think I'd be a greatest, the greatest parent that ever lived. That's my Donald Trump. Let me tell you something. Let me, yeah, I would have. It would be huge. The impact I would have and how wonderful of a parent I would be. I would be the best parent. I would. I would. I simply have the best practices and the best mentality to be a parent. No, I think I would be a decent parent. I think I'm. I'm. I'm part child myself still. But you have some nieces and nephews. Well, yeah, that's yeah. That goes without saying. I think for us anyway. But I have nieces and nephews. I seem to enjoy them. I. I. I do, but that—that's because I don't have to deal with them right. regularly. Yeah. Um, although, uh, yeah, I, I love them dearly, and I'm an excellent uncle. It takes a amount of a, a lot of patience to, d- to yeah, be around. Yeah, but I think I have. I mean, I—I I, I think if I had to, I would have. You know what I mean? I would have done it. <coughs> as I would put everything. I maybe not everything. I would put a lot into it anyway. But I—I I just. I, it was never the lifestyle I picked, pictured for myself, and maybe that. You know, that little weird kid that I was growing up. You know, the little alien boy that I, I thought I was my whole young life. I, I saw myself as a loner, and I saw myself as someone that was just going to wear a backpack and walk the earth. <laughs> well, so like you said, you—that's a—that's a telling word, lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, kids do change your lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, that's so that's I've not, heard. Not, you know. Well, no, they do. <laughs> I mean, it's they're, they're you know you have to take <laughs> care of a life, and frankly, I think he, the human race has been around long enough to have. I don't know if this is the case. I'm. Um, this is not scientific, but to have evolved potentially beyond the if some people have evolved beyond the need to have kids or you feel like it's a lifestyle ch- choice, th- th- that's great. I mean, then that's, uh, yeah. that's no, I mean, it's not for anyone else to decide. I know you you've know, gotten pressure over I, the years. Sure. I, well, honestly, before, I before, think I, 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 let's be honest. <laughs> Our species, we're kind of a success. You don't need to, not everybody yeah. needs to procreate. Yes. Where it doesn't, you know, survival of our species is, is, is a, it's nothing. I mean, it's so far in the past it doesn't. I know you're ecologically anymore. minded. So was that ever a consideration? <laughs> like there was um, already overpopulation, so well, I don't need to add any more kids. I, I mean, I, it wasn't. It wasn't a deciding factor. It was more of a. Oh, by the way, this is you know this is kind of a <coughs> kind of a benefit of that as well. No, we, we are overpopulated. We don't need any more people. I had no intention of of you know of making a life that involved that. So it's just a you know I I know for me like. I didn't really actually intend uh, uh, to, like, I, I, when I was growing up, I never intended to be a parent. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but, like, I think when I hit 25, like, something in my head kind of snapped, and I, I was like, you know what? If it happens, I'm ready. You know what I mean? Mentally. Right. 
you know, uh, you started getting hair in funny places, and and <laughs> y- yeah, you kind of yeah. your life, you know, you're exploring your body more. Yeah, yeah my no, voice yeah. deepened. And <laughs> yeah. No, but like learning and growing, swing like between your no, knees. Something, <laughs> something inside me, Anglo, said, you know, you're ready to be a parent. Okay, right. You know what I mean? Right. And to to your point, like, not everybody's made to be a parent. Right. Yeah, I never had that moment. I never it never I, I never thought, mm, I'm ready to be it like it never it just I mean, I hate to say it such with such nonchalant but nonchalance, but it, I just but never it never that's occurred your to right. me. Like, that's right. your right. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I've never here's <laughs> the thing with it with the with even with even with our generation, I, and I think the pressure came mostly from older the older generations, but I never if if I was looked at in a negative light because of this decision <laughs> of mine or lack of a decision of mine. I never cared. Yeah. I never gave a shit about Dude, what I you thought about aunt, me. I have an aunt and uncle that has never had kids. Right. <laughs> they always took, like I said earlier, you know, we spent summers with them. They took us skiing all the time in, like, Vermont and Colorado and stuff. Right. Like, we were kind of like their kids. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, it's... Dude, it's yeah. totally acceptable. Yeah, well, I, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, and I, I appreciate that. <coughs> but you got um, some flack for it, though. I got, yeah. Well, I mean, I, you could. I, I mean, is it flack if it doesn't affect you? You know, no. <laughs> like yeah. I, I literally, like I never but gave people, a shit. Yeah, I never said stuff to you. Oh, absolutely. Like you know, oh, you'll regret it, or you'll change your mind, or you know, you're selfish. And I said, <laughs> and I, and I have counterpoint to all those, but. I, I just, I never cared. The person that that I felt the worst for is my wife. I mean, she got shit. Up and down, and you know, women and and, and oh yeah, women, pe- women, so women. Yeah. Oh men. my God, people you are put on this earth to procreate. People were mm. brutal to her. Like she's not a real woman because she doesn't want to use her uterus and this and that. And I'm like, and she, d- I, I think she's cool now, and we definitely own it now. And if we need to, but I don't even, I don't even know if we need to own it anymore. But you know, she, she, she got a lot of shit for it. you know, parents. Her parents, or her mother was difficult. In that sense, for I her, believe it, yeah. my mother was difficult for both of us. In that, and you know, for, for her, like I said, I, I, I never cared. I never wanted it. I, uh, I had my Thorovian influence, and that's where I was headed. You know what I mean? I never, never saw it. Whether it's part of my, um, you know, Gen X upbringing or not, or if I was influenced by my generation, you know, if there was something in my childhood that said, you know what, uh, the the nuclear family is dead, or you know, I mean, that's an extreme thought, but. I don't know. Just never wanted it. Never needed it. Never that's cared. That's a nihilistic thought. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean to be uh, existential about anything, but um, I don't know. I don't know. What about you guys? Like, what? Now that I mean, you, Dan, would you say you? you I don't. I don't want to say this as an insult. One and done, man. You could, right? You but and you fell into the situation happily. You were ready well, for yeah. it. You might not have planned it, but Wait, you were ready for were it. Were you it with happened. your ex? You were with you. Well, you. It just kind of happened for you and. It was a su- was it a surprise, it was a surprise kind of you weren't trying were to no it wasn't trying no but but at the same time you were kinda you were in a good place at least emotionally and mentally right. and you handled it well yeah, Dan's daughter absolutely. you were an oops no no, no I'm just kidding no no I would never say that to her I would, <laughs> I I would never no think kidding that. don't let her she listen. should not don't be listening listen to this podcast this issue, yeah or else we're gonna yeah. take your kid away <laughs> no she should not be listening to this foul I podcast <laughs> no I mean yeah it happened but I mean. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, saw that, yeah. Right. Uh, honestly, the best experience of my life. Yeah. Now, do you have any, like, deeper parental philosophies, or you just kind of want to be supportive and do your best? Well. Or is there something like, you know, like. I a, made it a point to show her 
like all the stuff that I I grew up with. Right. <laughs> you know, as far as like you know, not everything. I hope all the horror movies and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Right. I'm, I'm <laughs> not meaning her into that. He's waiting one more year. Yeah, She's not ready eleven. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I have brought her to a few of those uh, conventions. And <laughs> yeah, that didn't know as well. But uh, oh, she has uh, she met Robert England. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she has she has his autograph and everything. Nice. But that's besides the point. Um, but I I've made it a point to like show her like you know all the Jim Henson stuff. That I grew yeah. up with, like all that that stuff, you know, from like the early '80s and everything. Right. That that made me, well, helped make me as a person. Right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm letting her, you know, discover things on her own. You know what I mean? Right. And and as much as I try to get her into the same kind of music I like. She's not going that direction. That's <laughs> fine. That's her. She's got to be her own person. You're going to be taking her to a Justin Bieber concert someday, and you no, know she yeah. hates Justin Bieber. That's yeah. good. Yeah. She hates Justin Taylor Bieber. Taylor Swift. Um, she's I don't a Swifter. She I think she's a. Sw- she'll be a Swifter. I don't think she likes. Yeah, Taylor. I mean, it's like you're not trying to unduly you know, force things on her. Like no. we, we went to that House of Fun store in my in town here. Yeah. Like last past weekend, just for like a couple of hours, and yeah, it's all old toys, right? Like pop culture stuff. Right. And you know you're gonna exp- I want to expose my kids to that stuff too. Like m- yeah. uh, my son's into yeah, aliens. Aliens now, yeah. Like he's into aliens and Predator, <coughs> and it's you know that's cool. And like Did he watched the. Uh, I, I we actually I actually let him watch a TV edit of Aliens of Alien the first. Oh, movie. the first one. Okay, nice. The TV edit, so it was a little less horrific, and he actually slept in his own bed that night. That's Didn't good. have nightmares. He said so. He was he actually said it was kind of tamed. So I was like, all right, let's watch Aliens next. The TV edit again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, let's see. I have them all on DVD, so if you you need to. I have them all on VHS, so there. Whoa. And I can play them on my VCR that I own. (laughs) For those of you listening that don't know what VHS means, (laughs) I have a VCR, VCR, but I had to get rid of all my VHS for. You have a VCR? Yes, I do. Holy Christ. Yeah. I don't have anything to put in there. Right. But I have one. Ooh, I got plenty of tapes here. I recorded. (laughs) They're all right here, dude. I have the complete series of X Files. I'm like the old guy that has A tracks. Look, I got. Look. Here you go. Ready? I got that Star Wars. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I had those too. <laughs> That's a VHS. That's what kind of parents you guys are. That's no, sad. <laughs> yeah, right. No. Oh yeah, dude. We're like, oh, that is not cool. <laughs> No. Uh, no, but no, I, I mean, so and, and well, that's cool. But I'm not forcing him to like stay away from the newer pop culture stuff. Yeah. Right. You know, that's uh, just for the sake of indoctrinating <laughs> him. But I mean, Amelia, she was into Taylor Swift when she was younger. And then I introduced her to the Beatles. Just like, here's a suggestion. Here you go. And now she loves the Beatles and she doesn't like Taylor Swift. So victory as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. <laughs> nice. But um, I was the opposite. Like I when she was growing up, she was listening to like the Ramones and stuff like that. Right. And now she's like, I don't like rock and roll. I'm like, yeah, you're not my kid. <laughs> no. Well, I'm like, it's cool. Whatever. I don't care. As long as you're happy. Right. You know what I mean? I'm cool well, with that. Well, listen. I mean, isn't like the, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily the definition, but. She but loves to read, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Let, her, let her alone and let her read, right? So, I mean, dysfunction. That's what we are trying to avoid that we feel, the three of us, and even, in, even you know, my fairly normal one. We kind of grew up with that, a lot of it. And dysfunction being forcing somebody else to to be a way that you would rather them be than, than letting them be themselves. And letting right. them be themselves is the ultimate gift you can give anybody, right. just accepting them for who they yeah. are. And as wacky and weird and difficult it, it may be, to or f- as they may be, or to see them as such, letting them still be them is the best 
parenting gift I think one would give. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And I, I think you guys are both very good at that, by the way, if I've never told you that. <laughs> Thank I you. don't want to hug the shit out. <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> saying, you from know what, what I've observed, you're not pricks about that stuff. <laughs> no. To see, to, see, to see, like, a, a human being that you help create, like, become their own person and stuff, it's mind-blowing. Okay. Like, it's I've actually, it's very fascinating. I've yes. actually shed tears over this. That's how, how crazy this stuff it is. Yeah, it's a bit much. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting That's teary. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, Look at you. We're gonna, <laughs> you're big, you're big fucking we're going to beat you up now. Yay. <laughs> I feel like I'm in grade uh, school again. Big cry, baby. <laughs> I am not. But you know what, though? Cry, not. baby. Cry. <laughs> I, I, my biggest, I don't want to say fear. My biggest thing is, though, Rats. like, I don't want her to go through that bullying that I went through. Which well, it, dude, I think this generation is so insulated from bullying now. There's so much no, anti-bullying she stuff. She gets bullied all the time. Does she? And picked on. Dude, she's in the wrong school. First of all, she needs to take some martial arts. <laughs> I know. I tried, tried telling her to do um, But is she getting she's bullied, a, she really? Doesn't, she doesn't want to hit anybody, like, which oh, is fine. Oh, she should. Wow. But, she needs to hit people. Dude, I'll tell you what. This girl can hit. Good. She, hit, she hurts. She should. But listen, that, me, that's, I'm kind of shocked because, you know, my kids are a little – they're not – I wouldn't call them the very – and, again, I don't know what it's like. I think the rules of popularity have changed, I thought, for kids. Like, I don't know who's picking on your daughter. Well, but you know what I it mean, is? It's like because she's it, the only person in her class going through puberty at this moment. Right. Like, she's overly sensitive. Oh, and that's – she tends gonna, to cry. Yeah. It's going to be a tough spot for any kid. And, like, they make yeah. fun of her because she cries all the time. But listen, dude, you, you're a supportive parent. But like I, if, if I, I was when I was upset as a kid, it was like, suck it the hell up, yeah. bitch. Like, you know, gr- be a man. But of course, it's different for men. Yeah. But for women, it's different. It's tougher. Man. I, I, like, t- I told her I told her all the time. I'm like, listen, if they're going to make fun of you because you're crying, just walk away. You don't need to listen to these people because they're obviously not your friends. You know what, what school mean? does she go to? Man? Uh, Belmar Park. All right, see, because, like, I don't know, maybe it's just our school, but it's, like, anti-bullying well, they, is everywhere. It's like, you can't get away yeah, from it. it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. it's all, like, wait, which like, we didn't have as kids. It was, the, it see, was more like we, we, fight we, or die, you we, know? We're, like, are we the last generation where bullying was just kind of part of childhood? It's like, it makes you a better person, and they find out it doesn't well, make yeah, you a better person. Because yeah, now it really fucks you up for your rest of your life is what it does, yeah. I don't know. I think it made me a better person. Yeah. Well, it made me well, stronger. That's an interesting thing that I want to expand on. Get, I wouldn't ahead. say maybe though. I mean, well, it's, that's yeah, a double-edged sword. It's yeah, a double-edged yeah, sword. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because, I was about to say that. Yeah, because if you think about it, because <laughs> I was thinking about that too, and tell me if this is perverse or not. But I almost wish that my kids. I'm like, maybe my kids should have a harder childhood. <laughs> not that I want to abuse them or belittle them, but like in the uh, in the, with the odds of making them strong. But I have to say that I feel like. But it's only my adult perspective that I've gained over years. And I was fucked up by like what I I was bullied within my family. My family had a very machismo kind of Italian. Like so like my brother picked on me. My dad kind of picked on me. My cousins did. So it was like but it made me strong. Like years later, I used anger to fuel me and to make myself be to succeed and excel and push myself because my family didn't push me. But like years later, I know I suffered ill effects of like depression from it. Yeah. And anger issues that I had. 
And then I had uh, to yeah, like definitely anger. But then I had to like unlearn all that anger. Yeah. I had to demotivate myself for, with anger because anger motivating yourself forever. Like I, I had health problems because of it. Yeah. So it's like it's a double edged sword. Yeah. It's like yes, the bullying made me stronger in a way. But yeah. at the same time, over the long term, it wasn't the best way to motivate. Yourself. See, I don't. I, I have, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on that. I don't think it made because I was picked on a lot too, and I had a lot of stuff too. But and and it messed me up for a while. It made me incredibly insecure. It yeah. made me incredibly, you know, feel worthless. You know, my sense of self worth is, is was was for a long time non-existent. I mean, I you know, I was I was the biggest piece of shit. Nobody hated me more than I did as far as I was concerned. And I thought, well, over time, yeah, it made me stronger. It didn't make me stronger. It made me anxiety-ridden and depressed all the time and it lacked I lacked self-worth. Well, what I yeah. did, what it did do was make me get eventually a way to help myself. I learned to get around it or I learned to heal from it and I learned I, I the, the resilience that I have now comes from a maturity and it comes from years and years of getting over that crap. So the real well, strength is the, the healing. The real of strength it, is the healing from it. Yeah. The it's anger not, and the bitterness. Because I know you guys. The callousness. Neither, you guys, and myself included, we didn't build thick skins because of that stuff. We were sensitive and we were touchy throughout most That's of our real. young lives. We never lost we, that. We You're reached right. adulthood. <laughs> we learned how to heal that situation and we've overcome it in that sense. And that is what has produced. Well, I know. The confidence in For us, or me. whatever, the better, <laughs> the the maturity, or and or the healing from that. That's, Good point. That's, that's Good point. I know bullying does not help anybody. I know for me that the bullying stopped when I reached high school, because when I reached high school, I had, uh, I'm not gonna take this shit anymore attitude. Right. And anybody that said anything negative to me, they were up against a locker, wishing they weren't. Um. I could tell you several times where I've almost gotten into fist fights because somebody had their uh, opinion about me. Right. Um, especially senior year because I pissed off a lot of people because I was very outspoken about religion and wore it on my shirts. But anyway, that's a different topic for a different time. <laughs> yeah, you're going down a different alley here, bud. But, like, I remember senior year, and uh, it was uh, – we t had an art trip somewhere. And we were on our way back, and w they decided to stop at the McDonald's at, over in Mount Ephraim. And it was – in my class were a lot of the girls who, like, were mer unmercifully picked on me in grade school, right? Okay, right. So we're all sitting there, and we're talking. We're like, they're like, oh, yeah, remember how we used to come here in, you know, uh, eighth grade during lunch? You know, we were allowed to go to McDonald's for lunch and everything. I'm like, and they're all like talking. I'm like, yeah, you know what I remember in eighth grade? And I like let them all fucking have said, you picked on me unmercifully. You picked on me for this. You, I all let them all have it. I laid it all on the table. I said, you do not know how you made me feel. You will never understand how you made me feel. I felt like crap every day going to school. I say, like, and now. You know how I felt, and they all shut up. They're like, "But we were just kids." I'm like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> and vengeance. I walked away. Yeah, and I felt so much relief after that. Right. Well, so you, much. you you confronted it at the time, which is what you definitely helps, I think, in healing yeah. that. And now your daughter's going through that, and you hate seeing her going through that. Absolutely. I, yeah. I feel like going to the school don't and do grabbing that. the principal don't, by don't the throat that. and saying. What I thought there's anti-bullying rules. 
Like, why is this happening? Dude, I think you can go and talk to the teacher. I think you, you can talk to him. Don't yeah. grab him and throw him against the locker. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't resort <laughs> to that solution. Don't wear any anti-religion shirts. Not because you <laughs> shouldn't, but because in that situation. Don't you wear your wrong. cannibal you corpse shirt, Dan. I don't have you that. You give the wrong impression. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it's beyond me. Like, we're in an age where we're supposed to be understanding with other people. But, like, these kids, their parents are idiots. They teach wow. them. That they they see what their parents do. You know what I mean. First and of all, judge because as you can right, see so by our now I'm as you can see <laughs> I'm all worked up listen, now. Stop, stop. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. as you can your see anger. by the election of our <laughs> current president, who's about to be sworn in tomorrow. But you know what, our though? country is not as tolerant as we would like it Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Yeah. So yes, there's we haven't <laughs> learned our lesson. No. <laughs> in a sense. Yeah, uh, I, we're making progress. I think in ways. Yeah. But now we maybe have taken a step back, depending on who you are. I like that picture. Well, oh man, yes, there, there was a. Ooh, yeah. uh, that's hilarious. You you can't see it because it's this is uh, podcasting. But yeah. Dan showed me a funny picture. Um, with Trump. You you, I think. Well, let's look at the way parenting is looked at nowadays. I, I hear a lot of complaints. You're not allowed to hate your kids anymore. Well, and I think that's not a even good thing. A I, I think that's a good thing. People seem to think that hitting and spanking is is. But there's a difference. Spanking your child no, on the dude, ass. No. No, it's discipline. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. I I, I was hit and I was spanked and I, it, it it was more traumatic for me than anything else. And I don't care Listen, what anybody says about that. Maybe there are kids out there that respond well to that. I was not. I one was of spanked them. on the ass with a spoon once. It broke and I yeah. ran away laughing. Dude, my mom broke my a spoon parents. over my leg. Like I said something snarky to my mom and she came yeah. running from the kitchen like yeah. full speed and like went whap with a wooden spoon and snapped that shit over my leg. I deserved it that time. Yeah. The beatings I got from like just because I, I was... I very rarely got hit as a child. Well, very rarely. Uh, I didn't. My brother, I did. on the other hand... I did. Not, yeah. It was not rare. My brother, young. he got the, the shit end of the stick. I got the down. strap. I got the belt. And he like moved out when he was 15. Yeah. And I, I, to this day, you will never convince me that it is... People, Americans, Americans in general, there's very little gray area with Americans. It's either black or white. They go all four fours on everything. So there are strong opinions about it either way. Yeah. I happen to be the one that thinks it is detrimental to a child's upbringing. I don't find that it is beneficial. No, I don't. I I really don't. I, I, I genuinely I don't. don't. I think it's traumatic and I think it's scary. And I, I, don't, I, don't I just think, try to take away things. I think if you're if you, I don't I don't find. I, I think it's despicable to be it's, that it's large of a brutish. person. To, 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 <laughs> it's to, lazy parent. To wail, I agree. Yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah. a very good way of putting it. To wail on a small, such a small being, yeah. a helpless child. I, and I listen, yeah. listen, I don't give a fuck about kids. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I, I'm, <laughs> oh, not, I'm not out there. What? No, yeah, come you, on. I'm, I, what I mean is I'm not out there. <laughs> going, well, what about the kids? I don't care. You know think of the not, children. It's, it's, yeah, think of the children. What about the kids? It's not my issue. I don't care. I just think it's wrong and, and fucked up. <laughs> it is, is, dude. Cause you so know, if it's not your issue, you ha you, yet you have an opinion. Because he feels yeah, like he suffered He personally <laughs> suffered detrimental effects. Yeah, yeah I, like I, I did. Yeah, yeah. Like I, was I mean, just, I was just. This is part of a conversation. This isn't me rallying against anything. I mean, look, my dad, like you know, hit me with the belt, like you know, and yeah. he, he, I locked myself in the bathroom because I was afraid of him because he had hit me enough that I became afraid of him, and then like he smashed a door open like a monster in the mid, the, my bathroom and like started hitting me and. I escaped that, you know. That was one of that was. I've never forgot that, and I've never forgiven him for it. So that's right. yeah, that's his fault. And that I mean, doesn't make you a better person. No, it, it definitely didn't help you at all. It, it, it's given me fodder <laughs> for my writing, and it's given me like. <laughs> well, but that's yeah. the thing. But right. that's just because I'm choosing to turn it into something, something positive. Like I'm doing like right. personal alchemy. Like I'm choosing <laughs> right. to make my mess into something magical. Like I'm choosing to turn that lead into gold <laughs> and do something creative with it. But because that, but I'm a creative person. 
Right. So it's like, but what about the person who doesn't have the talent or the inclination that I do for writing? Right. They just bottle that shit up and then go shoot right. some people up later. It just, yeah. it just fucks them up for life and makes them right. feel worthless their entire lives. That's, right. That's just, you know, the people that are supposed to love you and raise you and help you and support you the most are the ones beating the shit out of you. Why do you think right. we have serial killers? Right. Well, I think there's but a myriad of reasons for that. Dan, yeah. But well, but the majority of it is of it. a lot of it. A lot, that doesn't that, that that can spark something in people. Yeah, yeah. that definitely Absolutely. can. But I mean, yeah. my point is like you need to be you need to. It <laughs> took me a lot of time, a lot of reading, a lot of Zen, a lot of <laughs> contemplation to turn that mess into something positive for myself. Right. So and so and I wouldn't put anyone through that struggle <laughs> that I went through. You know, right. I think if you can be, become a strong person by through good parenting rather than bad parenting, right. that's better. Well, so. that's and that's maybe that's the other the swing of the pendulum has gone the other way now. And people, I hear a lot of people, especially older boomers, complain about how people raise kids anymore. And the helicopter parenting thing is ridiculous. And from what I've heard of it, it it's atrocious. That it even happens. People need to w- let that shit go. Or the uh, participation trophies and all that. Shit. Oh but, my god! But tell me, that's all right, hold on. That's a scapegoat. Oh, that is that is headache. like that is like the whipping post for all wrong parenting the older generations want to throw on the younger generations the the participation trophy that that is the 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 giant obelisk in the playground that that they like to throw things at that they like to hurl (laughs) insults and criticism and point to and say that's what you're doing wrong but i'm like and participation trophies are awful they do make you feel worse than better let's be honest because you know even as a kid that you didn't earn it well here's my thing like yes no uh, it depends. If you're getting, kids see, but this is the thing. I think this is a false. Thing. It's kind of a straw man. I don't know. It's what kind of trophy you're talking about? Like an actual standee trophy where it's like blah and like. I mean, if a kid gets like, hey, like something to commemorate the time, like it's a keepsake or a memento. Like yeah. if everyone on my kid's soccer team, which they have, got like a medal saying, hey, I played this year. Yeah. And isn't that for participation? But it's not like. But the kids who actually were on the winning team. Got a fucking traditional stand-up big-ass trophy. So it's like there's degrees. There's subtle. There, there's subtlety here. Okay. Is what as I'm saying. There was. So I've actually I, been in these daughter. sports group sports where it's like okay, everyone everyone might get a a, a you know a little medal, a pendant that's like mm-hmm. they hang from their neck. But the real winners, there is there are degrees. There's grades of winning. So that's just been going on forever. They just change the the mode of. <laughs> they changed the mode of reward. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's bullshit. When I was I think, a kid. Well, look, look, your wife has medals hanging on the wall here. She got, parti- <laughs> she got participation medals, and she loves the idea of it, right? Right. I she mean, accomplished that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's for, for running that's her races. Fair. For yeah. running her races. So it's like, why can't you have a keepsake, a memento? See, right. this whole thing with, like, the curmudgeonly, like, the boomers, like, oh, everyone's getting some kind of prize. Like, I, just because you didn't get nothing as a kid, <laughs> just because you didn't get anything right. as a kid... Are are the boomers just bitter about it then? Probably. Are they just kind of like jealous? Listen, or is it like are you trying to toughen us up because we shouldn't get a tr- any kind of recognition? <laughs> Let me well, ask you I this though. A, Let me ask cert- you. What about certificates of participation? That did we get uh, right. those when we were kids? Like, right. I never did. When I still do every once in a right. while. <laughs> Let me, uh, me right. ask you this: Is it wrong? Is it wrong for kids to learn that? That losing is part of life sometimes? No, no, no I think I they think should. It's a I absolutely vital. think they should. Yeah, it's I, a vital I, I, and that's, I think that's maybe that's the line you need to draw at times. You know, all right, well, maybe not. I, know I mean, uh, and then, like, what age do you say, you know what, you don't get a participation medal anymore? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you're in high school and you're High school, they sticks, do it. You know I mean? They don't do it with they high school. Yeah, once you hit high school, yeah. And, and I can see the other side of the argument. Yes. They start doing that in middle school, too, You actually. know, I don't want, you know, there, there should be a clear winner because, and that's, 
and that's the thing. There is a sickness in our society where everyone's so petrified of failure. Yeah. But failure is the path to success. Yep. Like you have to right. fail to learn what doesn't work. And then you succeed because of failure. So it's right. not like it's yeah. So we should not be sheltered from failure. Right. See, that's one of those. See, now there, now there we go. <laughs> Bullying is different than failure. You know what right. I mean? Like your own f- setting out and not succeeding in something is different than being told you're worthless your whole fucking life. Right. True. So, right. so learning to experience something that's maybe negative can help you in the future. You know, the bullying and the constant reassurance of how shitty you a person you are which is what bullying does yeah that's where you kind of maybe need to 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 focus <coughs> in the sense of, of protecting kids from yeah but that's a good point and i didn't think of, i just i know i know a lot of boomers and a lot of people you know rail against the whole participation trophy that's that's the um that's you know that's that's the rallying point <laughs> i think that. it's and a I straw man i think it's i, I think it, it, it. it is a, yeah i mean yeah, I don't. Do I want my kids necessarily get like trophies for doing nothing? No, but at the same time, it's. I, I think it's a smokescreen. It's just so. It's a lame. It's just like hitting yeah. a kid. It's lazy parenting. At this point, it's lazy grandparenting. I don't know. Like if it's a boomers yeah. or grandparents now, like it's lazy yeah. grandparenting, to be so fixated on that. I mean, it's. But but I do think that there may be too much coddling of kids. I think there well, are some parents. Absolutely. There's the other side of that. Who yeah. I think I'm not going to say that there's no validity to this whole argument. That yeah, maybe they're the helicopter parents. Like my kids. Like yeah, I want them to be able to go out and go do their thing. And yeah, look, my daughter broke her arm a few months ago, and she was out riding her bike on the street, and yeah. r- and riding around fast, and she fell and she broke her arm, and you know that that That's happens. Part life, That's part of life. Right. So and it's. You know, so we we weren't sitting there watching her and monitoring her and following around. But like, I don't know. Do you think it's safe enough? Now, here's the thing: is the world that much more dangerous than it no, was? No, back I, in don't, the day? I don't buy that there, either. Well, here's here's because my like you know, like you said earlier, we came home when the streetlights came on, and it, we went miles and miles and miles away from our house and our bikes, and our parents <laughs> right. were not like, "Where are you? Oh my god!" Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I think here, that's blown out of proportion. Well, here, here well. here's here's my perspective on this. I was just I just had this conversation with Melissa about this too. Um your ex. Yes, my ex. I'm just going to say Melissa. Your baby mama. So anyway, baby <laughs> mama. Like when we were kids Does that make you a baby daddy? Yes. You are baby daddy. That's hot. When we were kids You're my sugar daddy. When we were kids, like say for example, a sexual predator wanted to get at you, they had a lot of work to do. They actually had to physically go out, stalk you and pick you up, right? <laughs> Nowadays, all they have to do is click a fucking button, and they have you right there on their screen. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, I, yeah. But they can't it's physically. Easier. But they can't physically molest you through a screen, though. But they can get you to come to them. Yeah, that's like, true. It's easier for predators to get what they want nowadays than uh, it was back when we were kids, and I think that plays in a lot of there, people's fears. There, there, the, the technology definitely brings an attribute to parenting that we didn't have exactly, to deal with. Exactly, yeah. That our parents didn't have to deal with. Like, we Hands have down, to, I give you that. To. And I, I honestly, for you guys, I kind of feel sorry for you in a way that you have to deal with that. Because that cannot be easy. It's, You're right. There is access in a way. It is and isn't. Is the world crazier than it was? No, it's more technologically advanced. Yeah. I really don't believe that it's any worse than it was. I mean, <laughs> we'll it's see just, what happens after tomorrow. It's, but like, it's like we said <laughs> before, and uh, I forget what episode it was. It's just more in your face. And it's more prevalent. Yeah. Like you have 
It's more access to the crazy. hear about it Yes, more. because yeah. there's more news outlets. Because when we were kids, there was 3, 6, and 10. <laughs> yeah. And there was yeah. three channels. Yeah. But if yeah. you had cable, they weren't, I don't yeah. know, CNN, how long CNN was been around? No, it wasn't around. CNN wasn't, it, it, wasn't it, like. It was budding, and it wasn't 24-hour news cycle. It wasn't 24-hour news cycle. Right. <laughs> so we're keying ourselves up. on. We're, we're <laughs> triggering our fight flight response all the time. Our amygdalas are firing all the time because of the constant 24-hour news cycle. Yep. And it's just reported more. And over and over and beat to death. You're right. Yeah. So uh, right, well, you have all these news channels competing for your attention. You have to fill it with something, and news doesn't get attention unless it's dramatic. Yeah. Right. Or and if it's bad. Or if it's bad. Or if it's sensational. Or whatever you want to put it. It's just more. There's just more of it. There's not yeah. better or worse in that sense. You know, as far as the craziness of the world. But you don't think there's. N- you don't think there's anything to more people being mentally ill or being driven insane by like our <laughs> conditions of our society i don't well, know I'm well yeah because <laughs> I, well, I think that's i, I mean, think that's another I- episode i think uh, i think a I lot a lot like yeah that might be another a lot episode. of the craziness stems from all these drugs that people are on that the pharmacies give them you know what i mean well, but that's like again, a, that's another, another episode, episode. Uh, yeah i don't know but yeah i blame Reagan neither of us none of us <laughs> have done our homework i guess on how how i don't know if we can even measure how objectively Unsafe the world is. There's no way to measure that. You can't. That's sociology, psychology. If you just, if any individual parent science. decides that it is, well, then it might as well be because that's how they are going reality. to handle it. Yes, that's their reality. But you know, I think with, with well, with regard to kids and, and the we, participation in the, you know, constantly reassuring them of their feelings, I think giving a kid <laughs> self worth is a, is a good idea. Yeah, telling them that they're special and deserve everything they want in the world. Might be uh, might be a little bit of a disservice. I told to them. I tell my daughter all the time that she has to work I, for what she wants. Yes, there's she a has su- you don't deserve it. anything. You have to earn things. You don't. You're not entitled to anything. The entitlement is where I think. Yeah. The, and people people don't think any Americans don't put thought into things. Yeah. They go from one point A to point B and say, well, participation trophies make kids entitled and they think they deserve everything. And that's well, not what's answers. going on there. It's not. It's not a little gold plastic trophy to. I think I deserve to be management at 25 with making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like there's yeah. no direct line That's there. No. You're, 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 you're connecting one thing and the typical, you know, mentality in, in, in our country, which drives me crazy. You, I, you there's, know, there's more, you have to put more thought into things. Well, than, what do you say? I mean, to. what about like, you know, you, you don't tell your kids like, uh, okay, what do you think about telling your kids? Oh, you, you're special and you can do anything you want in life well, versus saying to them, listen, you can go for whatever you feel like you're passionate or drawn to. Go for it. Try it. Right. You may not succeed, but at least you know, go for it. Because that's why I, I that didn't road. get that as a kid. Right. I didn't get that. It was right. like, you're a jackass. <laughs> like, you know, you sh- stop reading books, fag. Like, that's what I got. Like, right. you know, I didn't. Right. I got no, like, you know, and my mom was pumping me up, but I wasn't getting that from the other parent. And it was just like, you know. At least, again, Dan, I think we're a million miles ahead because we're not telling our kids, you're a piece of shit. All you do is shit and eat. (laughs) That's literally what I fucking got told. All you do is shit, eat, sleep, and shit. (laughs) I wish I could play. I got to go to work. Yeah, what were you, like five? Right. (laughs) Well, you know, all the scientific studies showing that kids' play is their work, and that's another way you can psychologically damaging them by invalidating their play, which is technically as serious to them as work. But anyway, (laughs) my secret pain. (laughs) Uh, No, but seriously. And look how much of a man you are now. But I think, like, don't don't you think that, I mean, is there a difference there? Like, you you, you were saying, you you go that route too, Dan? Absolutely. I tell her, you know, as long as she... Puts the effort in, and she tries her her best at whatever she wants to do. 
then that's fine. That's okay. Like, go for yeah, it. Do like, your best. You not to, like you can do anything you want. Do your best is more realistic, I guess. Yeah, it seems. Absolutely. It seems like it seems like a it, lot of parents want to mold the world for their kids instead of molding their kids for the world. Yeah. Does that is that that's fair? a great way to put it? Is that, is that fair to, to say? Like, uh, like they want to deflect everything, but you have to teach your kids how to deflect for themselves. Like, and that's. I think that's that's the bottom line. Well, yeah. you know, See, you I would have be been a, I would have been a good parent. I got this shit all figured out. <laughs> yeah, man. I just can't stand crying. Ca- like I would have thrown I would have <laughs> thrown the baby out with the bathwater without the fucking bathwater, like out the fucking window. Because <laughs> I throw the can't, baby out. I can't. Why are you crying? Stop crying. Shut up. Stop crying. Shaking baby syndrome. Over yeah, right. I would have killed like three kids already. Shaking. <laughs> Stop nice. crying. But I know with me and Melissa, like she has to maintain her grades, um, or else. Like she loses stuff. Like she's she's not allowed to have. Yeah, yeah. We, but we like do we that want, too. We, want we do her that to too. Yeah, that's what we want for yeah. her. We want her. I tell her all the time. I say, you know, we push you for the grades because I personally I want you to have a better life than I I had. I want you to be able to have the job that you love to do, and you don't have to like worry about going to work every day and getting yelled at by a boss you don't like. And I want you to be able to have the money. To do the extra stuff that you want to do in life. Yeah, and and the way things like people can be entrepreneurs, like we didn't get taught that. It was like yeah. go to work. I mean, she, we grew up in right. like a very blue collar area. She yeah. wants to work with animals. I, I'm like, go for it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, do it. I mean, don't worry about the money. It'll be there. Do what makes do what you're passionate yeah. about. That's a good point too. And it, it's not even it's not even the opportunities that weren't there for us because they weren't. But it's the idea of the opportunity. Like we didn't even know what we could dream about. Does that make sense? Like absolutely, we didn't even know what wasn't available. Available to us yet? Yeah, you know I mean, like we didn't. There, it was. It was put your nose in the ground. Work, uh, well, work hard, work and, uh, and save your suffer. Money, and you work go to college. Suffering. And if you go to college, and then you're, you're not a man if you don't work 25 hours a day. And if you have one job and you can we fit another one in, you two, should have I, two jobs. I don't. Think right. It was like work as sacrifice and slavery. Yeah, and yeah, that you makes know. you a man. Do you yeah. think? The schools aren't very realistic, too, and the fact that they don't that, say, like... I think you're talking about another issue, Dan. That's another, another episode. That's another episode here. You're talking, <laughs> you're, talking about, say, you're talking about another issue. Yeah. I have to say, I don't know if I if the public uh, the public education system is it the best. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, think it's antiquated. The best, even yeah, for our day, is. was antiquated. We, yeah. Were, yeah. We, were, we, were, we are... We have an industrial they're age still, education system, and we're beyond kids the information about age. Columbus being the first to discover America. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's 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 a talk, I mean, <laughs> forget about historical inaccuracies. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about just the general setup of the whole system. Just getting you ready to be innovative and an entrepreneur, and I right. think it that's the way to that. think differently. Right. Because yeah. as we've seen, people who were just like, "Go get a job in a factory," but like the factories disappear. The jobs will disappear. You right. need to learn how to make your own job, make your own living now. And like, yeah, I would have loved to have known that back yeah, when I was too. a kid. Right. Like, Our schools produce workers. And yep. that's yes, that's their Rather expectation. And that's and all that they shoot for. Yeah. Yes, you're going to have your bright spots and it does encourage that in ways. But for the most part, it, it, pr- it pumps out workers for the industrial complex. Yes. That we're all entering. worker bees. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's how it was set up. And that was that's not a secret. That's how it was intentionally set up. Like you they had sh- different stratuses and the strata or whatever you want to call it. And they that's how they funneled people into certain <laughs> yeah. things. And that's, you know, Yeah, and it seemed like you needed your your family needed to make you more cognizant of 
oh, dad does this. Dad's a businessman, blah. And so, but if your dad wasn't already a businessman, like you right. were kind of just going to be another worker bee. Right. But yeah. now it's like if schools can start teaching kids, like, listen, kids, you can go make your own job if you're that inclined. You can go work a job for somebody else, or you can make your own business. Like we or should be teaching. You can teach, them, you can teach kids blue collar work and say, look, it doesn't. This doesn't have to define you. Your right. your whole life isn't your work. Your work is for your life. You know, it's it's. There's different aspects of life that they can learn in school. Right. Working Just your life away is not a badge of honor. It do, you don't have to be <laughs> right. stressing yourself right. out. Right. Stress doesn't need a badge of honor. And, dude, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the older generations can't, and I know this sounds callous, but they can't die off fast enough because I, I, they can't I'm, retire fast enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say die? I meant retire. retire. I'm sorry. I, I die, retire. I always get those words mixed up. Yeah. They always they sound so much you, alike. Yeah, I, we know. We know. Obviously, we know what you meant. I know. Ahead, yeah. Die, retire, retire. retire yeah. Same yeah, thing. Same Shuffle off the no. Coil, I mean, no. They need to get out because the 20th century mentality of work equals suffering or work must be suffering is. That is what has killed innovation in this country. Yeah. Right. That uh, honestly, that's what kills because uh, you know people are dropping out of the workforce, and th- what's the incentive to go back? So you can get another dickhead boss, yeah. who's like this old white hair, uh, well, who's gonna like bust your balls. Like no, it's and, just and that mentality is also. I mean, it's worsening our society in more ways than just that. And that I know because I feel like choking mine every day. Yeah, but, and look, but we're gonna get a big, <laughs> a, the biggest asshole, dickhead boss is gonna be the president of the fucking United States. Right. I can't stand and, and the class, the, 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 the separation <laughs> of the classes with regard to income. I mean, the the, the the disparity between the rich and poor is is only growing. The middle class is eroding, and all of that mentality, like you said, it it, it destroys our creativity. It forces us into these mindless jobs <laughs> for our entire life, but it also makes us poorer. It also makes our lives harder and less healthy and less progressive and it just <coughs> we're on a different topic here i think <laughs> i think we've yeah. gone into the education system yeah. i think um, well so generation x can be good parents they're they're better i think in a lot of ways uh over coddling oh, yeah. over is an issue uh i would like to see i'm i like from what i've seen you know it, it, I, I again not my issue derek you should be a parent I'm going to predict. I have a cat. You can always adopt. I have a cat that I can hardly take care of. I, I think that we're. I think our kids. I'm going to make a prediction. I think our kids are going to be. They're they're already better off. I think uh, with the parenting from our end. I think our. I think we're going to be better parents than our parents' generation. Uh, in uh, from what I've seen, yes, absolutely. And I think our kids are going to do very well. I think yeah. you know, uh, in life going forward. I think that yeah. we're. So there's one pat on the back I think we can give our generation is that we yeah, uh, oh, no, I, yeah. it, it, maybe we're not blazing trails in other parts of the world but there are other parts of the culture but mm, but maybe we are I don't know that's still to be discussed and I think we're still fleshing that out in this podcast but yeah. parenting wise I think we got a leg up at least I know I do over my parents I don't know <laughs> yeah for people too. with who had better parents in our generation uh, your mileage may vary so. <laughs> I'm doing better than my parents your so may vary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I mean, people who actually had parents who <laughs> <laughs> treated them well and didn't give them shit. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, like I know I did. But, you know. I'm happier than I think my parents were at my age. So good. Score me. <laughs> I think I think we can all say that. Good. Well, what do you think, gents? Are we uh, calling yeah, another I think, episode? I think I think. We can end this here. I think I we think beat another issue to death. Yeah. Yeah. We've solved another problem. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, are we all going to get participation medals yes, for this issue? Yes, we are. I think we should. I don't want one. Here, I oh. reach into my pants. I have them here for you guys. <laughs> no. Uh, a, gold, a gold star, maybe? I don't know. It's brown star time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, with that. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Another problem solved in the world. Uh, yes. Great episode. And come join us again. We will be back in a couple weeks and uh, with another hard hitting uh, episode. Yeah. Right. And uh, have a good night. Thank you. Peace. See you. Blicka, 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 blicka